Hello and welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. It is Tuesday and I am your host, Melissa. And it's definitely Mercury retrograde. And I don't know what other planets are in retrograde. It's cancer season. It's wild. Everything is going crazy because I just recorded three minutes of my podcast and I was going through my introduction and I'm super excited. And I accidentally clicked on the stop recording button which I'm going to move my mouse away from that button now. But I accidentally clicked stop recording when I went to close out a pop-up that came across my screen because my computer was trying to download some updates and I got the like, okay, updates are installed kind of thing. And I went to close that out and instead I clicked on stop recording. So that was not fun. All of that to say, this is episode 11, and I'm actually excited because today's topic is kind of a two-part topic. It is in honor of my tattoo that I am getting on Thursday, and I will be talking about anchors and infinite earths or infinite timelines, infinite universes, whatever you want to call it. When we get to that part of the podcast, you'll understand where I'm going. But I'm excited because my state is finally reopening the next round of businesses and phase three starts on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, all the businesses that are lined up to open as part of phase three will be reopening and what's included in that is tattoo shops and I have been waiting for my tattoo for three months now maybe um possibly four I've been planning this tattoo probably since the new year I have nine tattoos and usually I get them maybe once a year or once every other year, depending on how I'm doing financially and also depending on if I know what I want. So I usually do them once every other year is probably the more accurate timeframe of how frequently I get my tattoos. So I've been planning this one for a few months now And I finally found a tattoo shop that was closer to home. So my original tattoo artist, who was absolutely fantastic, used to work in the town that was like two towns over from me or the next town over from me. And then he ended up moving to a different shop that was about 40 minutes away from me. Or no. It was 20 minutes away from me. And now he's about 45 minutes to an hour away from me. But the point is, he kept moving further and further and further away from me. And as much as I would love to travel for my tattoo artist, especially since we were together for five years before I finally decided to have, before I finally decided to say, listen, it costs a lot to travel. gas isn't cheap when you're going to you know the other side of of Long Island it kind of sucks because like I'm on the south shore and his shop is on the north shore and it's also a little bit 
westward. So just in the time that it takes me to get there, like it's usually, like I said, almost an hour to get to his shop. And then also I work a nine to five. So it's hard to coordinate our schedules considering drive time and then the time it would take for me to get the tattoo because usually it's a minimum of three hours per session. So if I had a bigger tattoo, I would be looking at multiple sessions, which means I would have to do multiple half days. And it just was kind of like mentally exhausting trying to plan this. So unfortunately, it got to the point where I needed to find someone who was closer, but still had the skill set and the same vibe because, you know, certain artists have certain styles and some of them are strictly, you know, like you give them a photo, you give them a reference, they sketch, they trace, um, they do your tattoo. Some of them are more like artsy and freehand and they like, you give them a reference, but then they get creative with it. And so, And then there's also like different styles. There's like traditional, there's Japanese style, there's modern, there's color, there's black and white, there's photorealism. So it's so many different styles and so many different types of tattoo artists that you kind of really have to find the person that fits with your taste and fits with your your style and your vision. And it's not always easy to do. So my tattoo artist that I had previously, I used to just give him an idea and I would say like, listen, it has to have this, this, and this, and then everything else is up to you. And I would let him draw it and I would get to the shop and all of a sudden I had this gorgeous work of art for my tattoo. So it was awesome. We had a really good understanding of each other. So that's why... I stayed with him for so long. You know, five years is a long time to stay with somebody. But when somebody gets you like that and understands exactly what you want in your tattoos, you kind of don't want to let that person go. So my artist that I have for Thursday is new to me. So we're new to each other. And I tried to give him as many points of reference as I possibly could. And I did tell him that I like when the artists are creative because I like everything to have a personal touch. I'm the type of person that looks at tattoos as art. So for me, they should have a personal touch of the artist, whether it's a signature or like a signature thing, like some people like roses and some people like, you know, just like fancy script. So whatever their signature thing is, I'm okay with having that as part of my tattoo if they can find a way to incorporate it in there. So my artist on Thursday, this will be the first time that we are working together. So I'm super excited. So this episode is kind of in dedication to my new tattoo because when I choose a tattoo, it's something that means something to me, whether it's a belief that I have or a desire, or it's, it's just something that sits with me. It's so for me, for this tattoo, I'm going to be getting an anchor and for the rope, I want it to be in the shape of an infinity symbol. And I want it to have somewhere in there, the 
kanji symbol for self, which if you've listened to any of my past episodes, you'll know that I have a huge obsession with Teen Wolf and that the symbol for self was part of my favorite season. So it has to be incorporated in there because my entire journey the past couple of years has been about me finding my self-expression and my truest authentic self. So it's it's been quite a process, but I'm super proud of where I am today because I get to share it with all of you. So what you guys are experiencing is like the best version of Melissa so far. So I'm pretty excited about it. But anchors are also something that while it is still partially from Teen Wolf, they are also something that have been symbolic to me for quite some time. And I wanted to share the definition of an anchor that I found so that people can kind of understand like where I'm coming from. So anchors symbolize strength and stability something or someone who holds you in place and provides you the strength to hold on no matter how rough things get. So that to me is awesome because when you think about it, like someone or something that anchors you is really providing like that grounding force to hold on and weather the storm, right? Like life can get pretty messy. Storms come around and you just feel like you're being whipped by the waves of just emotion and situations and whatever it is that hits you. Like sometimes it comes through as a storm and you have to weather the storm. And it's like that expression that says rock the boat, right? Some situations just really rock the boat and you're sitting there and you're just whipping in the ocean with nothing keeping you down until you drop the anchor And when you drop the anchor, it's holding you in place and it's giving you the strength to hold on and weather the storm. So that brings me to the second quote that I found. And it says, in order to realize the worth of the anchor, we need to feel the stress of the storm. And again, just stuff like this just hits me. In the show Teen Wolf, the anchors to them were the people or the things that brought them back to humanity. And it was like a next level definition for me, right? Like, obviously the show is about werewolves, but when they felt like they were losing control of their shift, when they felt like they were losing control of their power, or they were losing control of that line between human and werewolf, they would think of their anchor, whether it was a person or a thing, And that anchor would bring them back to humanity. It would ground them. And I started to think, how often do we feel like we step away from humanity? And it's not to say that we do it on purpose and that like we become supernatural beings or anything like that. But it's sometimes we get so caught up in an emotion or we get so caught up in the situation that we forget to come back to ourselves that we can be- we forget to come back to our human side that that side of us that feels things that side of us that is intuitive and just 
has that strength to keep going and to, you know, keep being human. Like, look at where we are today. In today's current events, there's so much going on between the Black Lives Matters movement and police brutality and just with all the negative that's going on in today's world, we could really use an anchor. We could really use a force that's going to drop down and bring us back to humanity and bring us back to a place where we can coexist with each other. And I'm not saying like world peace or we have to be like super spiritual and love one another, but I'm saying we have to get back to the point where we treat each other like with respect and that we're civil and that we're kind and that we have compassion for one another. And right now that's what's missing. So we need an anchor. We need something that's going to just drop down and give us that strength to hold on and to keep weathering this storm because right now the storm is heavy. So for me, that became a huge part of my life because for a time I didn't know how to do it by myself. And I'm not saying that anchors are permanent. Like some people learn to do it on their own. Like it happened in in the show. It's happened in life. Like I've found ways to to do it on my own and be my own anchor. But the point is until you learn to do it on your own and until you get to the place where you can anchor yourself or you can weather the storm and you find that strength within yourself to be able to move through the rocking of the boat, then it's okay to have somebody or something as your anchor. So for me, it was a huge part of my growth process, you know, finding someone who was my anchor or finding something to just keep me steady and strong until I was able to learn to do it on my own. So I was thinking about having that quote on there, be your own anchor, but I was like, no, I think the anchor speaks for itself. And... I'm coming to the point where I'm going to have to take a little bit of a short break, but I also want to say that sometimes the anchor can have the opposite effect. So for me, the anchor has always been a positive symbol, but there are times where we forget to raise the anchor. And this is where it can get a little bit like, all right, now it's not as positive. So have you ever had a situation where, you, you know, like you, let's keep in terms with this metaphor and say like, okay, you weathered the storm. You're now ready to go. You're ready to move forward onto your journey and sail the vast sea and just keep going with the flow of the ocean. And you're trying to row the boat and you're trying to move or steer the boat, whatever you, if you want to call it, row the boat, steer the boat. So you're trying to move, you're trying to go forward and you can't, right? And no matter what you do, no matter how hard you steer, no matter how hard you paddle, 
You're not going anywhere. You're staying stuck. And it's because you forgot to raise the anchor. And it happens. Sometimes we just forget that the anchor is there. And sometimes we forget that we had dropped it. And so we're sitting there and we're trying to move when we have this huge thing weighing us down. So how often have we moved through life with something weighing us down and keeping us from moving forward and forward? And we, we know that we're not going anywhere and we just can't figure out why. And all of a sudden we're just like, oh, I forgot to raise the anchor. So whatever it is that's weighing you down, look at it as an anchor. Just be like, oh, I totally forgot to raise the anchor. Let me do that now. And I guarantee you, you'll start moving forward again. Sometimes it's just recognizing that there is something that's just weighing you down and you just got to lift it up and keep moving forward. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back from my break, we're going to talk about the other half of my tattoo, which I kind of want to explain So the infinite part of the tattoo, the rope being the infinity symbol, is not because of infinite earths, but the original idea behind it led me to the idea of infinite earths. So, or at least to like talk about it on my podcast, you'll know more when I get back from this break and you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. So stick with me and I will be right back. Welcome back to the Motivation Burrito. And before the break, I was talking about the first part of my tattoo, which is about anchors. And the second part of my tattoo is not about infinite earths, but it is an infinity symbol. So the second part of my tattoo is the rope is going to be shaped like an infinity symbol around the anchor. And I started thinking about infinite earths because... So for me, one of the, when I first started working with my mentor about four years ago now, yeah, I want to say it was about four years ago, um, the program that I joined with her was this idea that we have the capacity to receive anything and everything that we desire, right? The possibilities are infinite, just like our capacity to receive is infinite, and It's not my place to say the whole thing. Like, if you want to connect with her, I would absolutely love to do that for anybody who is interested in working with her because she is amazing. But I just wanted to give you the basic idea of this is what I have been in the back of, this is what's been in the back of my head and ingrained into my soul for the past four years. Like, just this idea that we that everything in the universe is infinite, we are infinite, and we have the capacity to receive infinitely, whether it's love, money, blessings, gifts, uh, like whatever it is that we desire, we can absolutely 100% receive it. And I struggled with this because when I first joined the program, I wanted to receive money. Like I had just come out of a horrible breakup. I moved back home with my parents. I was broke. Like I literally just had like, I was living off a hundred dollars 
in my bank account like every week. Like I was just paycheck to paycheck. And I was trying to save money and trying to rebuild my savings account. And it was just, it was hard. There was just a lot of hardship in that time. And I wanted to give my parents money because I moved back home and I wanted to help them with their bills because obviously they were taking on another human in the household. And that means extra water and extra use of the utilities, you know, light, gas, everything. So of course their bills were going to go up because the usage increased. So with all of that factored into consideration, I wanted to give my parents money, but I did not have the money to do so. So it was just this vicious cycle for me because I wanted to help them, but I couldn't even help myself financially. So when I joined the program, for me, the number one goal was money. I wanted money. I wanted to receive money, whether it was as an entrepreneur or a promotion, whatever. But money was my primary objective of joining. And I didn't receive anything. <laughs> like, I received no money. And what I learned was... And I don't want you to think I didn't receive anything. I'm going to explain. I did not receive what I intended to receive. I did not get what I want. Instead, I got what I needed. And I've told her this like time and time again. Every time she asks for reviews or feedback when she updates her website, I tell her every single time. This program is not always going to give you what you want, but it is going to give you what you need. And what I needed was sisterhood. What I needed was love and support. And I needed to find myself again. And I did that through her and I did that through this community. And I remember when I told her why I joined and what my situation was, she told me to post about it in the group. And I did. And I was so scared because I was like, oh, my God, these people are going to judge me. Like, I'm, you know, too old to be moving back in with my parents. And how could I let this happen to me? And what I received was just this outpouring of love and a ton of friend requests and just women who wanted to chat with me and talk with me. And I had spent so much more time on Facebook Messenger, because that's when they had just started like Facebook video or like they, you know, were finally like perfecting it and putting it in Messenger or whatever it was. And so, you know, Facebook video was becoming a thing now and Zoom was still a little bit of a thing. Um, I think Skype was more the main thing in 2016, but you get the idea. Basically, I was scheduling call after call and chat after chat. And I had never had my calendar so full. And it was the greatest feeling ever to have all these women just want to talk to me and support me and just show me such an amazing amount of love was pretty much beyond anything I could have ever asked for. So I wanted the infinity symbol on my tattoo to show that this year has really been a year that has transformed 
my belief in the infinite possibilities. Like this year, I've probably seen more miracles happen for myself than I ever thought possible. And it's really been a year where I believe not only in myself, but I believe in my own capacity to receive. So when I started thinking about all of this, I remember like we were talking about, well, like if you could receive anything, what would it be? Or if you could completely change your life, what would it be? And there was an episode of Criminal Minds where they touched upon this topic too, where they said like they had all these different alternate versions of themselves. Like in this world, in this reality, I work a nine to five job. Like I, you know, I I have like an office job basically. But in an alternate reality, I wanted to be an NFL broadcaster. So in an alternate reality, I am that NFL broadcaster. Uh, I also wanted to be an interior designer. So in an alternate reality, I could be the interior designer or a wedding planner. All the things that I ever envisioned for myself is possible in this idea of infinite earths and alternate universe. So, and this is again, the nerdy side of me, because it's also an idea that's present in the DC comics, right? They have the crisis on infinite earths, which was like what I think a six episode series or a six week series crossover with all the shows. But it was this idea that all these timelines opened up and all the alternate earths were just kind of collapsing and collapsing into each other, so to speak. So all these timelines were getting altered, right? Because if you watch any type of sci-fi movie or show, you'll know that in these sci-fi shows, like if you change anything in your past, then the future changes. Or if you change anything even in the present, right? Then your future changes also. And these outcomes are not the same. So what you do today or what you do yesterday affects the future, which is why they tell you like time travel is no bueno. Cause if you go back in time and you change anything or you alter an event, you change the entire course of the future. So this idea of infinite earths and infinite timelines has always appealed to me because it's kind of this idea of, well, what would happen if I had chose this path instead of this path? So I found it interesting that before COVID-19, there was a post about how we were experiencing three different timelines, like three different open timelines. And I was like, oh my God, it's a crisis on infinite earth situation. Timelines are opening, events are changing, stuff is seeping from one universe into another. And it means we have the opportunity to change something if we if we wanted to. But if we changed it now, then we change our future. So we have to be careful with the choice that we make. But I decided when I was thinking about it, it was one of those things where it's like, it's an opportunity. Like this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Because how many times, and this may be, even be the opportunity of many lifetimes because how often does multiple timelines or multiple 
universes or multiple earths open up to allow you to take a part of one universe and bring it into another. The choices that we make now can impact our future. So what if we had gotten a glimpse of the other possibilities that were there for us? What if these timelines opened so that we can get a glimpse of all these alternate realities? And what if it opened so that we could see all the infinite possibilities that were meant for us? And if we knew all the possibilities that were in front of us, would we take them? Which ones would we take? And would we be okay with the fact that it is going to change the course of our future? And it may even change the course of our future for the better. Because we don't know, right? We're just choosing a different course. So that's also why I felt like I needed that element in my tattoo because it's this idea that not only has my strength shifted, but my believability and my trust and my faith has shifted to the point where I see more than one possibility in front of me. I see infinite possibilities in front of me. And I know that I have the option to choose something different if I'm not happy with where I am today. And it makes me love my tattoo even more. Like the more I talk about it on this podcast, the more I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely the tattoo that I want. So I I want you to kind of think about it and to really look at all the things that you wanted to be growing up. Like starting from very little like, you know, of a toddler, like what was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? When you were five and somebody said to you, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you said lawyer. Let's just use that as an example. But then you got to high school and you realized that if you were to become a lawyer, that's going to be eight years of school additional to high school. Like you have college, you have law school, and then just, you know, lots and lots of school and financial burdens that come with that. So let's say in high school, you said, all right, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I want to, I don't know, be a chef instead. I don't know. I'm just thinking. And so you decided to be a culinary chef, but then you realized that you're not good at baking. So you're good at regular meal prep, but baking is not your forte. So you can't be a culinary chef. And so that option is out the window. And then let's say Instead of culinary chef, you decided that you wanted to go into interior design because you wanted to stick along the lines of creativity. Like you knew you had creativity in you when it came to creating food, but let's see if you could put that creativity elsewhere and you decided to be an interior designer. And that worked out for you until COVID-19 and the job market just went down and interior di- design wasn't ne- you know needed anymore. Um, because people were required to stay in their own homes, like whatever the case may be. So you have all these different versions of you. There's the lawyer, the chef, the interior designer, the actress, the astronaut. And now you see all of these versions of you in front of you. 
and you see what would happen if you had kept on going on that path, if you had fine-tuned your skill, if you had kept going. Maybe if you had stayed in culinary school, you would meet your future significant other and the next thing that is shown to you is your wedding and your family and a beautiful house that you ended up moving into. And maybe as an interior designer, you worked so many hours and you were so isolated that you didn't get to meet the person of your dreams and you stayed a single lady with 12 cats. Like, again, this is not my life. This is just me coming up with like theories and ideas so that you guys get the point. But if all of this was open to you and if you could see all of these possibilities in front of you, wouldn't you think a little bit differently about the world and what you wanted? And wouldn't you choose your path a little bit differently knowing that any, at any point in time, a choice that you make can lead you to leap into a different reality or a leap into a different timeline or universe just by changing one choice, right? Isn't that cool? So I'm at the end of my podcast and I wanted to leave you with that thought. And I'm curious to see how many of you have different alternates and what some of your alternates are. So if you feel called to share, feel free to drop me a line or a comment. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm not sure if I can link that to my podcast, but um, I do post my stuff on Facebook. So I do post like the links to my podcast on Facebook. So I'll figure out a way to try to get that like information over. But I'm curious to see how many alternates people come up with. And I may just ask that question on my social media and see how many answers I get. And then I'll come back to you guys next week and I'll let you know what I found. But I hope you all go out there and create some infinite possibilities for yourself. And I'd love to see what comes up for everybody because we deserve to have everything that we desire 100%. And I will let you guys know how my tattoo came out when I see you all on Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll catch you all on Friday. And this was the Motivation Burrito. Thanks for listening.